the parable of the sower reveals that God's economy is carried out by the triune God as a man, the Lord Jesus, sowing himself as the word into our heart. In each account as recorded in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, thorns are mentioned. These thorns signify the anxiety of the age, the deceitfulness of riches, and the pleasures of this life, all of which utterly choke the word, preventing it from growing in our heart and bearing fruit. In this episode, we begin a new series entitled, Our Heart, with excerpts taken from a time of fellowship with Brother Ron Kangas in Anaheim, California, on January 14, 2009. In this message entitled, Having a Heart Without Thorns, Brother Ron expounds on the different categories of thorns and describes how the Lord deals with them in our heart. A link to the full audio can be found in the episode notes. Let me emphasize this. God's economy, that is His plan to dispense Himself into us, is a matter of the Lord imparting Himself into our spirit and spreading from our spirit throughout our heart and then being lived out from within us in our daily living. So it's inward, through our being, and then outward in our living. And when that living is corporate, it's building. This is the way it is. If you read Ezekiel chapter 36, that chapter toward the end speaks of the Lord recovering Waste cities, whole cities being recovered. But before the Lord undertakes that kind of practical recovery, he says, I will give you a new heart and a new spirit. Indicating that nothing merely outward can carry out God's economy. It must be by the way of the Lord dispensing Himself into us, into our spirit. For this, we need to be poor in spirit, open to receive the up-to-date dispensing. Then, He makes His home in our heart. He saturates our heart. He permeates our heart. Then from there, there's the expression. The heart is in Ephesians 3. The expression in the living and in the church is in Ephesians 4. More specifically, God's economy is carried out by the triune God as a man in the Lord Jesus sowing himself through the word as seed into us. And we know from the parable of the soils that that may not necessarily be a simple matter. And actually, it's only in a minority of cases 
that the Lord is able to get what he wants. Which indicates that from God's point of view and from Satan's point of view, the essential battle, no matter what our age group is, is inward. It's a battle for our being. Please don't construe anything I'm saying now or anything I will say as any kind of adjustment to anything that you have been presented or practicing. There's no such thing. But God is absolutely not impressed with outward activities that have no heart behind them. He said, your heart is far from me. You worship me. Your heart is far from me. What God wants is an expression of Himself out from our spirit, through our heart, in our living and in our corporate church life. So what is the specific topic? It's not a general message on the sower, sowing, the seed, which is the word. And, oh, we know about the different kinds of soil. There is the pathway that's hardened. That's the heart hardened by the worldly traffic. Then we know about the stony ground. Ho-hum. We're familiar with this. The, there's no root. So immediately it springs up and then immediately... There's an offense. Then there's the thorny ground. Then there's the good soil. And a message, I guess that's what this is. A message tonight is on having a heart without thorns. And what I'm going to do and... This is hardly that inspiring. We're going to do a study as if we're in a cardiologist's examining room. And I don't know the medical technology at all. But the doctor would do a thorough exam of our heart. He's really studying it. So that he might ascertain what is our situation so that he can take care of us. That's the thought. And in my very early morning spontaneous wake-up time in my room in Ramanskaya, one morning I spent some hours uh, studying the verses. And I'm not going to read all of this But as a way of saving time, I have all the verses printed here and some of the notations are here. And I believe, I can't prove this because this is faith, I believe that while we're studying this, the Word Spirit will operate in many of us. You see, listen to these verses. From Matthew, Mark, and Luke. And let me read them very carefully, slowly, deliberately, 
so we can pick up the nuances, the differences. Okay, here's Matthew 13, verse 7. Others fell on the thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. This indicates thorns grow. We should not have the thought, especially as we were aging, and believe it or not, you're going to do that, you know, uh, that the only thing growing is the divine life. The word says the thorns grew up. The word was sown, but something of the fallen natural being reacted to that and it incited the growth of the thorns and this verb will come across a number of times and choked them. There's an inward choking. Then in verse 22 of the same chapter, we have the Lord's explanation. The one sown in the thorns, this is he who hears the word. Notice the first thing the Lord mentions. And the anxiety of this age and the deceitfulness of riches utterly choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. This is quite a serious condition. The word comes in. We receive the word. Then something is stirring up the anxiety of the age, a particular kind of anxiety that is a characteristic of the age in which we live. Now, the whole world is anxiety over the economy. It's not only the U.S. automakers want to bail out. The Japanese companies are underwritten by the state. Same in Korea. The anxiety of the age, the deceitfulness of riches, utterly choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. Now Mark, chapter 4, verse 7. Other seed fell into the thorns, and the thorns came up, and utterly choked it, and it yielded no fruit. Verses 18 and 19. Others are the ones being sown into the thorns. These are the ones who have heard the word and the anxieties of the age and the deceitfulness of riches and the lusts for other things enter in and utterly choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. Now I pause here. I haven't been in the Lord's recovery that long, but it has been more than 42 years. I've seen a lot of young people burning in their youth, even burning in the early phase of their married life and family life. But by the time they're middle-aged, they're choked, utterly choked. They're still in the church. They may still be in the service. 
Attend the trainings. Have some kind of routine with Holy Word for Morning Revival. But no fruit, no abundant display after decades of the divine life that they have received. Rather, something inward is utterly choking them. Now Luke chapter 8. First verse 7 and then verse 14. Other seed fell in the midst of the thorns. And listen to the emphasis here. And the thorns grew with it and choked it off. Here the word is growing. But there's a simultaneous growth. The thorns are growing along with the word. And then at a certain point, they strangle it. They choke it off. Then the Lord says in verse 14, That which fell into the thorns, these are those who heard and going away are utterly choked by anxieties and riches. Here the Lord doesn't say the deceitfulness of riches. He says riches and the pleasures of this life and do not bring any fruit to maturity. Matthew, Mark, and Luke from various points of view giving us the Lord's direct speaking about the effect of the thorns in the heart. Now, at the very end, I'll show you how the Lord deals with thorns. The Lord has one particular way to deal with thorns. Then the more He deals with thorns, the more free the heart becomes for the Lord to grow in us without hindrance. Luke points out that they do not bring any fruit to maturity. It uh, may not be a bad exercise for some of us that are about to bid farewell to middle age. It's in sight, okay? I got a word from a gerontologist in Ireland when one is officially elderly, so... I know the number. I'm not frightened by it. I just know the number. I'd like to just scan over the church population that I know and ask myself, how many really mature saints are there? I don't mean just old. And I don't mean human maturity that should come with human experiences. How many are filled to overflowing with the divine life and are a living and walking fruitful expression of Christ as life? We have to say, not many. And I'm not biased, but I have to say, among a hundred sisters, if you can find two to five, that would be amazing. And so... 
This burden came to me when I was with the Lord in the Word, in His presence, loving Him, enjoying Him, being shepherded by Him. I have no intent and I have no thought of balancing anything. I believe your conscience will witness to the purity of this. My burden generally in the ministry of life concerns the increase of Christ in our inner being. The spreading of Christ in us. The growing of Christ in us. So that there is an outflow corporately which the Bible calls the fullness of God. The corporate expression of Christ. That's the building. That's the body. That's the bride. That's the kingdom. And that will be the new Jerusalem. Thank you for joining us today. To hear the complete recording and other messages, please visit livingtohim.com. If you would like to receive regular updates from us, please subscribe to this podcast and join our mailing list on our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, where our handle is at livingtohim.com.